This is Beach Weekly. You're listening to Season 11, Episode 15 of Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. It's Monday, December 4th, and we're here with you on your walk to class, giving you the news you need to start your week. I'm your host, Leigh Madrigal. Thanks for tuning in to the last episode of the semester. Keep listening to learn more about Not Alone at the Beach, the collapse of Hamas and Israel's ceasefire, and more. We'll start with campus news. The beginning of the fall semester until Thanksgiving break is referred to as the red zone on college campuses, a time when half of the year's sexual assaults take place. An organization on campus called Not Alone at the Beach works to bring attention to power-based harassment on campus like stalking, abuse, and violence. The group also puts a large emphasis on providing support to victims, teaching prevention methods, and offering sexual education. The organization offers campus confidential advocates, who are people that students can talk to about their situations in a private, non-judgmental space. Not Alone at the Beach works closely with student advocates, Title IX, and the University Police Department to spread resources. The group wants students to know that while coping with being a victim of sexual assault is difficult, nobody is ever alone in it. There are always resources and people to talk to. The group's booth can often be found in front of the Hall of Science on Tuesdays where they inform students on their upcoming workshops and events. Now we'll move on to what's happening in Long Beach. On Friday, November 17th, Long Beach City officials said that a major cybersecurity breach caused the city's main website and other online city-related resources to be inaccessible. Officials say that there was no ransom initially requested, but they confirmed that city data was stolen. At this time, they don't know what kind of data or how much was taken, but it could include information like credit card info or social security numbers. The city is required by state law to inform those with compromised data or those whose data is reasonably believed to have been compromised. The city's main website is back up and running as of last Monday, but investigations into the extent of the breach could last months, according to the city. New toll lanes on the 405 freeway from the Los Angeles County line to Costa Mesa opened last Friday, December 1st, according to Orange County Transit Authority. The project cost $2.1 billion, including a $629 million loan from the federal government. Vehicles using the toll lanes must have a fast-track transponder. Toll rates are expected to start at $3 per trip during non-peak hours and a maximum of $10 per trip during peak hours. For the first three and a half years that the toll lanes are in operation, vehicles with two or more passengers can use them for free during non-peak hours. Vehicles with three or more passengers will always be free, as well as motorcycles and vehicles with veterans license plates or disabled license plates. Clean air vehicles qualify for a 15% discount on tolls. Now, national news. Three college students of Palestinian descent were shot at close range while they were out on a walk in Burlington, Vermont. The Burlington Police Department arrested the suspect, 48-year-old Jason J. Eaton. He was sent to jail on three counts of second-degree attempted murder and has pled not guilty. The three men had decided to spend their Thanksgiving break visiting one of their relatives in Vermont. While they were out on a walk, Eaton allegedly confronted them with a handgun without making any comments, according to police. The victims were wearing traditional Palestinian attire and speaking in a mix of English and Arabic when they were approached. Two were shot in the torso and one was hit on the lower half of his body. All three of them were taken to the University of Vermont Medical Center for treatment following the shooting. The incident is being investigated as a possible hate crime. There is not enough evidence yet to support that the shooting was an actual hate crime, but Vermont state attorney said that the incident was still a hateful act. 
Montana was set to ban TikTok on January 1, 2024, but the law was blocked by a district judge before going into effect. The judge said that the planned TikTok ban oversteps state power and is a violation of the First Amendment. In defense of the law, Montana claims that the ban was going to protect consumers in the state from a national security threat that was never actually proven with evidence. But Montana's legislator and other officials believe that the ban was introduced because of China's involvement in TikTok. TikTok sued Montana last May because the company viewed the ban as a violation of free speech. The current ruling is preliminary, and a trial followed by an ultimate decision is expected for next year. Nearly all Democrats and over 100 Republicans within the House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly to expel New York Republican George Santos from Congress. Santos has allegedly been indicted on 23 criminal charges, including wire fraud, money laundering, false statements to Congress, conspiracy, and more. He has also stolen money from public funds, lied about playing volleyball in college, lied about being Jewish, and is wanted in Brazil for check fraud. George Santos is the sixth House member and first-ever Republican to ever be expelled from Congress. In international news, the temporary ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war was extended three days past its original four-day-long pause before attacks resumed on its seventh day. The ceasefire had allowed for 100 hostages to be released by Hamas and 250 Palestinians to be released by Israel. The Israeli military says that it resumed fighting because Hamas violated the terms of the truce and attacked Israeli territories. Hamas claims that Israel bears full responsibility for the collapse of the ceasefire. The two sides continue to place blame on each other as fighting continues. That's all for this semester. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beach Weekly. And a special thank you to our editor, Julia Goldman, and our producers, Elle Nicklin and Aiden Swanepoel. As always, if you want to read up on some of the stories covered today, along with so much more, you can head over to our website, daily49er.com. And to make sure you're up to date with everything that happens on the Long Beach State campus, you can follow our socials at Daily49er. We appreciate you listening, and you'll hear from me again next week.